Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, we uh, we had a debate yesterday. Did you watch? Uh, no. No, I, oh. I thought to myself, Bill, I said, you know, so? the only guy that I'm really going to vote for for president uh, isn't on that stage. He was having a rally, by the way, in Florida, and apparently it was packed. I mean, yeah. it was jammed. Well, I hate to mention a liberal, but uh, what is it? Uh Rachel, Rachel Maddow. Maddow? Yeah. Yeah, she she had the line going, why are they doing this debate? I mean, they're only debating in case Trump chokes on a hamburger, and that's it. They don't have a chance. And <laughs> I'm like, right. well, I didn't like the hamburger joke, but she was right. Yeah, you, you, you know, know you, so, everybody in that stage, uh, unless something catastrophic happens to President Trump, everybody in that stage is either running for the vice presidency or a cabinet position. And uh, I don't think too many of them are going to actually. Now, let me tell you. The guy, from what I understand, I heard clips, high points. Vivek Ramaswamy uh, was excellent, and for the most part, he doesn't he doesn't uh, wade into the uh, criticism of Trump territory like a lot of guys do. He kind of avoids the issue. Now, Tim, like Christy, Tim, yeah. Tim Scott doesn't get into that area. That's all. Oh, Christie, all Christie does, all Christie has going for him is criticism of Trump. The the odds of Chris. Christie being president uh, is slim and none. I mean, he has why he's even there. You would think he would have. Maybe it's like maybe he's a lonely guy and he just needs to be around people or something. I don't know, but uh, he has no chance. Not only does he have no chance of being president, he has no chance of being on the the cabinet or he can't be in the running for the vice presidency. I mean, he's he's just he's just destroyed any semblance of a relationship that he had with President Trump. You know, for for the longest while in the beginning of the uh, Trump presidency, Chris Christie was, uh, you know, he was essentially how do I put this mildly kissing Trump's gluteus maximus. Okay, yeah. uh, and, and it didn't get him very far because I think Trump looked at him and realized this guy is a phony. This guy and is guard, not for real. And guard your hamburgers, yeah, too. <laughs> yes, and don't don't oh, ever have him in when the donuts when the donuts are on the table in the middle of the conference room, you know. Donuts put, put, or bagels with cream cheese yeah, and stuff. Put him yeah, on Christy's a chain. Be there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Christy be in there. Let me reorganize these. Oh, <laughs> that one he got away. <laughs> well, you know, uh there was one bit of audio which I had to applaud. It was uh at the very beginning, it was Vivek Ramaswamy. I mean, here's a guy who literally a year ago, we couldn't pronounce his name, and now he's uh, maybe the most articulate on the stage. Mm. Uh, some people would, you know, the other people, from what I was able to discern, like the Nikki Haley's, they want to go, go to war with everybody. They want to drop bombs on Iran. They want to drop bombs on China. They want to drop bombs everywhere. Yeah. You know, um... Which surprised me, because that says to me that they don't have their their finger on the pulse of what's happening in the world. But uh, Vivek Ramaswamy had this in the beginning. Listen, Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you? Uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Christian Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because it's actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross. 
now we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramos, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to That's Governor, Governor Christie. Why you? You know, when, they, when he said go to Kristen Welker, right? She just sat there like a deer in headlights and had this silly, right. silly smile on her face like, oh, you caught me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. she didn't know what to do. She wasn't prepared. And, you know, it was brilliant by him uh, doing that because what that does, he, he, he addressed the elephant in the room, um, and we know what her name is. Uh, so I think it was a brilliant thing. And by getting the, uh, the, the moderators mad at him, mm-hmm. They're going to sit there and pick on him, and he's going to get the time. I don't know what happened with it, but at least he got the headlines. He got the headline of the night out of a debate. Well, that you know, he cared about. just listen to his response there. That alone, that two minute segment right there, was all he had to do for the whole night because that was yeah. that was maybe the high point of the whole thing. We didn't see a lot of clips this morning with high points from Ron DeSantis or Chris Christie or. Nikki Haley, or you know, it, it, this was everywhere. That was I would everywhere. I walked up with a bag, a brown bag, and when I did that little bit, and when I was done, I would mm-hmm. have sat there and said, "Well, actually, I think uh, I I've come and said what I have to say." I'd pull out a sandwich, take a bite, and say, "I'll see you. I'm out of here," and I would have walked away because he, like you said, he said everything he had to say, right, and that was it. Well, you know, I think that uh, I, there was an article this morning uh, in the trades that said that people are sick of the Republican debates. They've seen enough and time to move on. We don't have a candidate if Trump doesn't run. Well, actually, some people think that they actually do. They Some people believe that DeSantis might be a viable uh, guy to step in because he has run the state of Florida well. Because he has, that's, he has out of all of the candidates on the stage— He's well, done a great job with Florida. And Chris Christie cannot say that about New Jersey. No. Here's the fly in the ointment. All right? Since it's been brought up, you know, well, what happens if Trump this and Trump that? Okay, forget about that. Let's just go with um, the one thing that everyone's talking about. They're worried about age. Joe's age. Joe's age. Joe's age. Well, Texas was kind of the testing ground on that because they had age on the ballot for judges. And it turns out, you know, they're raising it to 75 for you got to be out or 79 you got to be out. No, they say it's before that. So, and I think that that there is a pulse in America that goes, we can't, thanks to Joe, even if you're cognitive at uh, 77, 80, 85, and there are plenty of people that are. uh, I think we do ourselves a disservice by putting age uh, 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 as an issue, okay. I'll tell you wh- why I but say that's that. where Democrats, I think, are going to go. Because yeah, but if there's anything. But see, that can... Bill, there are people out there who are 85 years old who are clear thinking, right? Well experienced and should be should be able to continue to contribute. Then but if you Kamala. if you put <laughs> then there's Carmala, exactly, exactly right. Uh, there should be a cognitive test. Let's see well, how yeah. let's see how smart you are. I mean, what's wrong with doing to get into college? You have to take the SATs to get into law school. You have to take the LSATs. I mean, you have to take examinations. Why can't there be some kind of a test when you get older that you that candidates have to uh, have to take before they are allowed to run? You know, like uh, maybe that's unconstitutional. Maybe maybe they would say, well, there's nothing in the Constitution that says that you have to uh, you have to take a test to run for the presidency. And I have a point to make. Uh, the Minnesota Supreme Court yesterday oh, yeah. flatly rejected a bid to block Trump from uh, the primary ballot, uh, and one of the chief justices really did a uh, he talked to, he he nailed one of the leftist lawyers, but at the very end. Uh, they, they essentially said the only thing that is a requirement to be the president of the United States is one, be a natural born citizen of the U S two, be at least 35 years old and three have been a resident of the United States for 14 years. 
That's to be president. That's in the Constitution. Those are the only requirements. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but that was a good thing. The fact that Minnesota said, hey, we're not even going to go there. Forget it. We're rejecting this bid to block Trump. I got to think this is going to have an effect on Colorado, too, in a way. Because, you know, you can't tell me that those Colorado judges, you know, aren't, uh, they're aware of what's happening in the news. And if they hear, hey, Minnesota just slapped it down. And that, and Minnesota, by the way, is Democrat. You know, I mean, it's it's. Uh, you would think they would have been on board and read the memos from the party, but they didn't, and uh, that was a good oh, sign. I'm sure they read the memos, but the you know, at some point in time, you got to say, even in even on your own side, enough is enough, and that's what that judge is saying. So, enough Bill, getting enough. getting back to the to the debate, hmm. do you think we should have uh, more of these? Uh, Republican debates? I mean, I think they got like three or four more scheduled. Uh, no, I, I think we have a candidate, and I think we need to coalesce, uh, you know, we need yeah, to get around right. behind him. Uh, I do think that what we need to do is end the stupid Democratic sham that's going on with uh, Letitia James and yes. uh, Jack Smith and everything. I mean, I know what they're doing. They're trying to go after Trump for the... Um, Fraud, uh, you know, uh, when you when you present values. Well, go ahead. Don't you think, Bill? Don't you think that uh, the the biggest one of the biggest disappointments I've seen is the party has done nothing to defend Trump. They're, no, they have. They have not nothing. And I'll be honest, but yeah, there, there's uh, uh, an end to where I'm going here. But with all of that, they're trying to build up this this appearance of fraud. Now, mm -hmm. let's let's face it. You know, you apply for. I want to buy this building. And they go and say, well, not only you're not going to be able to use the value of the building, which is normal as an asset, you're going to have to show that you've got liquid assets. I think it was $3 billion. Okay. So now if I were sitting there going, huh, I got $2.5 billion, my money kind of is fluid. It goes up and down because of what we got going on. I would probably sit there and pick up the phone or send a text. What are we going to do? Now, is that is that sitting there going, is that committing fraud? Or no, is that saying, it's, that's, that's business. Okay, but yeah. they're taking Ivanka Trump's text, you know, or emails or whatever there was from that time that they went and grabbed because the phone company has everything that you've got and where and they've got the location where you were when they, that text went or phone call went. So they're trying to use that to carve out this narrative. Now, what Trump wants to do is going back to the one thing that Enron already ruled and saying, ah, you're guilty. Are you and saying that the phone company has every single text that we've ever made and sent on file somewhere? Absolutely. And how I know this, <laughs> how I know this is wow. uh, this goes back uh, 10 years ago uh, where some guy from New Orleans was in town here. It was snowy. He came off the off-ramp and uh, hit one of my vehicles, you know, uh, mm -hmm. where, you know, my partner at the time was driving. And it was his fault, not her fault. Right. But he, you know, he made up all this big story and everything. And I said, this clown wasn't on the phone or anything. Oh, yeah, he was. So I actually called and I said, is there any way to get any kind of records to show that he wasn't paying attention on a snowy day? And because obviously the impact was high, mm -hmm. you know, and they pinpointed to the spot that he wasn't coming from the direction that he was coming from. It was from another direction. So he did everything he didn't want to do in front of the judge. And we sat there and said, here are the phone records. And so you're saying the that they, they can they they can tell to the minute where whether you were on the phone or texting somebody or wow when you when you're texting it's 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 a transmission right so it has a date stamp that date stamp hits a tower those towers have a very small they can swap. vector your location <laughs> exactly you didn't know that i wasn't sure of that that'll be one of my next stories <laughs> I, yeah, like can, I like it. No, I like it. I'm sure. I'm sure this has been used in criminal cases. I used it in a traffic thing, you know, because I was wow. going. I am not paying for this guy's, <laughs> you know, thirteen or eighteen hundred dollar bumper, you know, when when it wasn't me and it wasn't you her. Know, Bill, it was him. Bill, 
there's no more privacy anymore. There's no, no. more no more security. Right now, just about everywhere you are, there's a camera watching you. I'll tell you why. I was watching. Uh, there's a we story live in on a police state. Some the, of it's good. Some of it's bad. Well, there's a story online right now from Panama. A mm-hmm. lawyer, an American slash Panamanian, he has dual citizenship, seventy-seven-year-old attorney, was on oh, a highway. Yeah. Was on a highway. Shot him dead. Yeah, was on a highway. Some protesters, like they do sometimes in this country, decided to protest some climate situation. They they blocked the highway. They wouldn't move. Traffic was backed up. This old lawyer was fed up. Was at, he walked over? He had it. And he was arguing with these people to get off, get out of the way. This, this is illegal. Uh, you can't be. But this is this is where he went off the deep end. The seventy-seven-year-old guy, like Bill said, he just had it. It was like enough of the talk, and he reached into his pocket and he pulled out his his gun. They continued to argue while he had the gun in his hand. First thing they should have done is said, "Okay." Good point there, sir. I like what you're saying. We've made our point. Goodbye. They should have gotten out of the way. But the protesters kept debating with this guy who was holding a gun. When a guy's holding a gun in his hand, there's a story. You lost the debate. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You can pick up the argument some other time when heads are a little cooler, right? Well, they kept fighting this, this attorney. Raised the, he raised the handgun. He shot two of them. One died almost immediately, and the other was hit. It looked like he was hit in the leg, but I think he bled out in the hospital. And uh, and then they came by and they arrested the guy. The seventy-seven-year-old lawyer is now down in Panama in a, in a cell, probably, uh, and he's arrested for murder. Maybe they'll call it manslaughter. Maybe they'll call it temporary insanity. I don't know whether they even have that in Panama. But the thing is, this is the kind of stuff that is going to happen in this country, too, because people in this country are fed up. I mean, I can't tell you. You see pictures like in L.A., they're blocking uh, one of the freeways in L.A., and traffic's backed up forever. It's backed up forever in L.A., even on a good day. But when the protesters are out there blocking the highways, you know, it's, things like this are going to happen. Well, what will happen to him is uh, he'll get his day in court. He can appeal it. He's an attorney. Uh, and chances are he'll probably, you know, whether it takes three or four or five years, you know, mm. it, it ain't going to matter. And then at that point in time, what are they going to do? Say, well, we're, we've taken away your guns and your permit. Uh, and I don't even think you have to have a permit to carry there. I think it's an open carry state. I'm not sure. In, Pan- in California, once, but- in California. Oh, I thought it was. See, I thought you said down in Panama. Oh, in Panama. You lived in Panama. You didn't live in Panama. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I lived you, down in Florida. I, I thought you said you lived in Panama. No, 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 no. I was no, say, no, no. Wait a second. I lived you in Florida. In- yes, I lived in Florida, but you know, I'm. I, I, I I'm talking about the country of Panama. So yeah, the country of Panama. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't worry, friends. Panama. We're we're old, we're old and easily confused. I get my geography <laughs> wrong. But I was thinking Florida for some reason, but either way, down in Panama, I don't know what the gun laws are there. Mm-hmm. But he's an attorney from down there, apparently. Well, actually, and he says American slash Panamanian. He's dual citizenship, but he looks like he's from up here. You know, he. Well, looks- either way, the point is, is that now I would hope. He would have that uh, that carry law, you know. Carry uh, was licensed to carry in both places. You know, the worst they can do is take away. I think, but I don't know. You know, well, I, you know, hey, the thing is, you, you haven't got the right to just blast them. That no. is that is manslaughter, even in this country. I mean, if you if you can have a concealed carry permit, you have you may have all the rights in the world to carry a weapon, but you just can't reach into your pocket and say move. Or I'll shoot you, and if they say okay, no, okay. But if you're if you're faced with a crowd of uh, people, angry mob, you're faced with an angry mob, and the two people up front look like they're going to charge you, and you're in fear, and you have a gun. What are you going to do? Well, if somebody it, see, here's the thing: if they if they charge you, you have a right to defend yourself. But if they look like they're going to charge you. I don't who's, think you who's, do. Who's the judge and jury right there? Was there a line judge to say, no, nah, it just looked like they were going to do it, or did he feel threatened? I mean, that's the real question. Well, I'm I can his- tell you in some states, like in Pennsylvania, they have the uh, castle law, the castle doctrine, 
where mm-hmm. your home is your castle, and it's also supposedly your property too. So if somebody comes on your property and you feel like you're threatened, you have a, supposedly a right to use deadly force. Now, I would suggest not doing it because you're going to get into the area of uh, litigation and, and there'll be some lawyer out there is going to make your life hell, even if you had a right to do it. You better make darn sure that you were going to be attacked. Don't take yeah, it well, lightly. You know, a lot of guys think, yeah, if he's on my property, I'll shoot him. No, no, no. You make darn sure that you... I would have fired a shot in the air, what I would have done. Yes. Uh, because once you shoot somebody, hey, if you're going to shoot somebody uh, in a crowd like that, you wound them, they come back and get you. So, Hey, yeah, it is not and, like the movies either. It is not like the movies. You shoot them, they go, ooh, boom. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, you know, from what I understand, it's messy and it's... Uh, it's it's uh, uh it's very upsetting and you got to think twice before you start th- throwing a gun around and it's also in many ways it's it's permanent the decision you make if you shoot somebody you can't go out and take that bullet back and say oops you know okay if you were defending yourself legitimately defending yourself you were in fear for your life and it was in danger right uh, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are that is going to be a mental stain in your memory forever. Yes. You'll, you'll always question yourself. You know, any kind of loss, damage, or harm that comes in your life uh, or to anybody else, whether you were justified or not, is going to weigh heavy on you, and you'll end up probably having to go get some therapeutic uh, psychiatric help because you're going to have a hard time dealing with it. Taking a life is, is look at all these soldiers that come back from war. They were, they're giving carte blanche to defend themselves, defend their honor, defend their country, but they come back, you know, having to take drugs to deal with the pain, alcohol to deal with the pain. Then they go into rehab, they come out and guess what? It doesn't take long. They're back again, even deeper because, you know, nowadays you would think that they would have uh, other less lethal forms of weapon that if a group of guys are coming on your property that do, do you harm? You would think that there would be some kind of a weapon out there that you could use that could totally disable them and not kill them. Yeah. I mean, well, this is you, the 21st century. The life that you take has made a forever change to their family, to what would be their offsprings, what, what could they have done? They could have done harm. They could have done no harm. You don't know, but you've changed the course of history. Maybe right. it's preordained, but... We don't know what, you know, so you, you really got to think about it, but sounds like I'm an advocate no, for taking but, but, guns, actually. But not nowadays, if the other thing is this, if somebody shoots at you or someone in your family, then that then all all bets are off. Then you yeah. have, and I, I don't think, in all honesty, if somebody were firing at me trying to kill me or our family member, and, and I took uh, deadly force, and, and that would be a different story. I don't think I'd lose a lot of sleep. If somebody try, is going to try to harm my family or take my family, right? Uh, I will use deadly force, and I will personally deal with the pain and the consequences because that's how I would look at it. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. Right. I will defend my family first, and that's that. End of story. So there you go. Now you know how I feel about it. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Hey, uh, I, I want to get back to the one thing I was talking about, Letitia James, what she's trying to do. Trump actually has some expert witnesses in his his case mm-hmm. and uh, because they're trying to do the fraud thing. Uh, there are four witnesses that he called, uh, you know, for him. Uh, and among them, uh, and they're expert witnesses, uh, is uh, Stephen uh, LaPosa of LaPosa Realty Advisors, uh, Jason Flemons, uh, a forensic accounting expert. See, that gets down to, wait a minute, yeah. was there misrepresentation and fraud here yes. or not? Because obviously the bank gets to look at everything, sure. too, and they will, they're the final judge. Uh, Steve Whitkoff, a New York City real estate investor, and David Miller. And Letitia said, no, you do not get those expert witnesses. Baloney. So I don't think she has a right, does she? She's filed an objection to having the four of them. You know why? The one hundred, yeah, because it would sink her case. <laughs> because they're expert witnesses. 
These, yeah, yeah. These well, guys. we don't want an expert in here because that would be bad. And I, I, I'll tell you what's going to happen with that because I think uh, Angeron is going to be the deciding factor. Oh, this, that's it, Angeron, and, and and the legitimate, uh, the legitimacy of him as a judge. Oh, I got a story I, about I, that. You, you, I'm sure you do too. Judge Angeron under scrutiny for posting half-naked photos of himself to yeah. high school alumni newsletter that he controls. He yeah. is the editor of this letter. Now yes. they're going, he, allegedly he did it. it. It's not so. Here's the school letter, and here are the pictures. Yeah, the thing is, this guy... Ain't no alleged to it. This guy's a nut. I mean, I hate to... There's no other way of, of putting it. This guy's... I don't know. He's, he's maybe 50, 55 years old. And he's crazy. He, he's senile. He works out. He goes obviously. He goes to the gym, but uh, at one point he's so into his physical shape that it looks like he took the picture when he was au naturel, and from the waist up, uh, he's that's where the picture is. He's Mm. naked, and he posts it like he's bragging about. Look at me! I got a great physique, and um, I guess there were kids that had access to this. That was the other issue. There were kids who had access to these pictures. Yeah. And you know what? they're saying, wait a second, what kind of judgment do this, does this guy have? Right. So they, they really need to attack that. And you know what? People ought to sit there. There ought to be an attorney out there because let's just say that this dr- judge has his way. Mm-hmm. And they take Trump down on frivolous uh, charges. And this right. all goes back to Hillary and whatnot. But let's just say that they do. You know, what is going to be the outcome of this? Is there endangerment to the country and to you and me personally? If so, then his act is an act of reckless endangerment. Well, let's see Let's see what would have happened hypothetically if there wasn't any uh, manipulation of the uh, 2020 election and actually the votes counted and Trump was in office. Let's think for a second, okay? There would have been a secure border. And 15 or 20 million strangers wouldn't be in this country right now sucking off the teat of government like they are now, okay? And, by the way, there's probably a few battalions of terrorists in this country, too. Not not a group here or a group there. A whole bunch of people are here, uh, and God knows what they're going to do. I think they had, by the way, some influence in these demonstrations we saw uh, this oh, past yeah. week in all these different cities. And this Green New Deal, everybody that bought the electric cars, they're suffering now because there's maintenance problems on them. A lot of right. the dealerships or the, the companies are no longer manufacturing. They forget it. We're out of this. It's not. And you know what they're doing with, the, with their inventory? They're cutting back on the prices, like seven grand a car. Well, here's why. The, uh, the value of the vehicles are nil. So in other yeah. words, yeah, I just took out. A hundred and twenty thousand dollar loan. Look at this electric beauty that I can't fix. Yeah, I have oh, to. I have to drive it with a what? fifty mile extension cord on it for it to be practical. Well, it's worth what? It's worth two thousand dollars, but I owe one hundred and twenty eight on it with interest. Well, that's that's oh true. Oh my god! Well, you know what Ford said? Ford said they're cutting back uh, almost completely on their electric car production because they're losing thirty six thousand dollars per car well here's what the democrats do in a case like this all right when you step in doo-doo you know and you got it all over your shoe or you do something bad Uh uh-huh you blame the guy that's not there trump Trump. did it trump did it he's not here to pay blame it on trump it's trump's fault i stepped in a big old pile it's Trump's fault. So let's see. Now, we already proved that we would probably still be uh, producing fuel, uh, and we probably would be selling it to the Middle East as opposed to begging them for more. These are our enemies, and we're still uh-huh. begging them for fuel, uh, thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, so we would have no war probably in the Ukraine because Trump would have sat down with them and said, look, at here's what's going to happen if you do this. We're not going to supply you Ukraine with a lot of toys and money. You are going to be destitute. And you're going to be out on a limb by yourself. You better sit down and discuss a way out of this situation without killing a lot of people. That's what Trump probably would have done. But, but this, this clown we have, these circus performers that we have right now in Washington, 
All they want to do is spend your money and to see this war get bigger and messier. And that's what's happening because it's not their kids who are dying. No. So we would have had no, we probably would have gotten out of the Afghan war peacefully and respectfully, and we would have taken all of our toys with us and not left $89 billion worth of equipment, which is all over the place right now. They say they even found some in uh, Gaza, would you believe? Honest to God, uh, when you leave a lot of toys lying around like that, a lot of people are going to pick them up and bring them all all over the place, and that's what's happening. So we also wouldn't be in a situation right now where China and Russia are shaking hands on everything. They used to be they used they used to be natural enemies. They used yeah. to, they used to hate each other. Now, thanks to Joe Biden and these clowns, uh we've actually pushed them into a relationship where they're getting along now. So, yeah. uh I mean, that's what to happen. Economics everything. Yeah, everything's bad. I I I wrote something down. I'll, I might Say it at the end of the show. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's something you want to say desperately. Oh, because no, 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 no. A little paraphrase of something somebody said once. So, um, anyway, also uh, another interesting thing which I wanted to bring up that nobody Uh-oh. is talking about, and uh, but we're going to talk about it for a second because it's something which we need to mention because you have to be reminded over and over again because the mainstream media, by the way. They're, they're staffed by a bunch of liars uh, and do-nothings who don't report. They they create fiction. They might as well have gone on strike with the Writers Guild when they were out on Writers, you know, when they were out on strike uh, a few months back. Because the people who are writing news at NBC, CBS, and ABC, all they do is write fiction. Uh, but anyway. Residents were ordered to shelter in place and turn off air conditioning units after a massive explosion at Sound Resource Solutions, a chemical plant in Shepherd, Texas, on Wednesday. If you saw the picture of the smoke from this explosion. The plume, yeah. Now, first thing I thought of, no one's talking about it. Wait, where was this? Uh, Texas. It was in Not- Texas. And where is the southern border? It's in Texas. Okay. Yeah. So now we have this massive explosion. The last line in the story, it is unclear what caused the explosion. Is there a railroad <laughs> track that goes by there? I'm sure there's a railroad track that goes right through that plant. Yes, absolutely. Nothing could have fallen off a train. Oh, no. Bill, okay. come on. Yeah, you, <laughs> But, you know, this is a massive explosion at a huge chemical plant. Honest to God, it looked like they set off a nuclear device, and it was in Texas. And I thought, this should be like a top story because how many have we had one in East Palestine, Ohio? We had uh, we had that one where they, where they lost the... Uh, ammonium nitrate off the, yeah, was it 60,000, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate, 30 tons of the stuff they still have in like, they probably use that ammonium nitrate to blow up this chemical plant. That's what I was trying to say <laughs> in a, in a coy way is, well, yeah. we might've found some of that ammonium nitrate. They it's, said it, you know, exactly. it was leaking off the train, you know, it just, <laughs> I guess I, but what I don't understand if you, if you take a moment, go online for a second, type in chemical plant explosion, Texas. You will see a picture of this thing, and it, it, I mean, talk about pollution. And they told the people, just like they did in Ohio, to shelter in place. Well, what? That's, I, I would have been in my car, and I would have been driving in the opposite direction of that smoke, whether they, whether well, they told it, me it to shelter. It depends on what's in it and what, you know, what an effect it has on you. Shelter in place. The the long and short of it is not for you. It's for body count. That's You're exactly right. Show. They want to be able to find your body when you when you they uh, want it, yeah, shuffle you, off your mortal coil, as they would say. Yeah, you lock your door. You you uh, put the uh, the plastic tarp up. You tape it, and usually you're supposed to when you shelter in place. If you're a good citizen. Uh huh. Uh, if you got four people in the house, you put four. That way, they can walk by in their hazmat suits and go. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Okay, we got eight. Okay, so far in this block, we got 123. Unfortunately, there's some truth to what he's saying, folks. But, you know, this is, uh, 
if this were a one-of-a-kind situation, we would say, hmm, but this is like, how many have we had so far this year, Bill? We just mentioned East Palestine, Ohio. We all we we mentioned there was an explosion in Minnesota. I think uh, was it Minnesota a few months back. I mean, there've been mm-hmm. a bunch of these chemical plants that are blowing up. And, and well, chemicals or plants are blowing up. Why? And what have we lost by them doing it? It's kind of like, you know, you know what you lost with the ammonium nitrate. You know what it can do. Right. These plants. What do they produce? And what are we going to be shortchanged on now? When uh, how many uh, how many food plants processing plants shut oh, down? Oh, over a hundred, over a hundred. And what has that done to the shelves in the store? Have you noticed stores have rearranged their shelves? Oh, yeah, actually, more limited space to look fuller. Yeah, but you can't that, get everything you want all the time. Well, you know, the, one of the other thing I thought of with this chemical plant is: do they make uh, chemicals for weapons in these plants? Was it a strategic attack on a supplier? of chemicals that are used uh, in explosives. You know, th- this is the kind of stuff that they won't talk but about. But who did the attack? Who did the did oh, somebody? They, they, I guarantee you that our government will say it was an accident. Uh, somebody, then that means somebody we did dropped it ourselves. A, yeah, somebody dropped a screwdriver. There was a spark, and it went off, you know? I mean, they will do something to justify it. The fact is, I think a lot of this stuff is uh, is sabotage. Very well could be. I don't know. Do you know during um, World War II, Bill, during World War II, there were many acts of sabotage on factories and plants in the United States, and our government purposely downplayed them or didn't report them at all. They made mm-hmm. it sound like we were totally protected. They never well, talked. They never, ever talked about the number of uh, submarine attacks on our merchant ships. We lost a ton of merchant ships right off the coast. I mean, you could see these ships getting nailed from New York, you know, and our government. Well, I mean, if, if, if yeah, you know, if you're talking about conspiracies and you're talking about accidents and things like that, I even look back in the '80s uh, when I was down in Shreveport, just up north was Damascus, Arkansas. What's there? I don't know. Uh, nuclear missile silos. And the guy that was working on one of the silos dropped a wrench, sparked in, caught fire, and that became big news at a time when we had uh, the salt talks and there was that movie that came out that uh, Ronald Reagan actually saw on TV and responded to that had an all-star cast of the war happening and and the nukes blowing up. And you Uh probably remember that. But I, I often wondered, I'm going... How could they be so stupid not to maybe use a brass wrench? Wait, was that called fail-safe or something like that? Or uh... No, was a, uh, I forget what it was. Yeah. Uh, but if you look up the movie, but you look up Damascus, I mean, people don't even remember that. I mean, you had a 25-megaton warhead sitting there where the silo caught on fire because they dropped a, a metal wrench. And I'm going like, how would you be so stupid to drop <laughs> metal on metal in a on a nuclear silo you would have nothing but maybe brass or something like that that's non that wouldn't do what they right right wouldn't spark you know yeah well it's because uh unfortunately we give them too much credit for intelligence some of these people some of these people who are supposed to be responsible enough to make decisions on what should be where you know we, we but back we, then we didn't have the questions of the, from the internet Right. And all the the, so the proliferation of communication right. that you have, the different sources. So you had the mainstream media, and for the most part, the mainstream media was probably okay. Hey, I had my time. first cell phone, I think, in 1988, and it was the size of a suitcase. <laughs> I mean, well, it was in a bag. It was a five-watt thing. It was in a bag. And, you know, it was about as portable as, as carrying your... Uh, you know, a but, large. You know, it was it, it was well, cooler you know. than Mister. It was cooler than Mister microphone. You could sit there and be walking along with. Your oh, everyone! Everyone thought hey, you were cool. I, you know, yeah. You know, I, I you know if, you, if you <laughs> you have a phone, what made you think that? Just because I had this thing under my arm, the size of my TV set. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. And uh, look, this one is seven watts. Five is the limit. Oh wow! Got seven. I can sit there and broadcast across the land. Because yes, I can no talk to anybody who has a phone, which is like seven people. But it's you know that was nineteen eighty eight, I think, for me. And then oh, yeah, when yeah, then I, my, I second, my second my second phone was one. my second phone was a Motorola brick. 
which was oh, yeah. literally the size of a brick. That's where the name came from. And I thought it was great because I could stick it between my car seat and my the island, you know, the, the middle console, and it would it would fit perfectly. It was oh, how much portable, how much more portable do you have to get? That was that was great. You know, mm. and by the way, the early phones you couldn't play games on them. They couldn't track you. You couldn't take a picture with them. They just made a call, you know, and that's that was it. Uh, nowadays, the phones we have are the size of a pack of cigarettes, and you can do just about anything you want on them. You can FaceTime, you can Skype, you know, you can broadcast live to the world. I mean, it's right there on on your phone, uh, which is which is amazing. And they've gotten to a point, you know, where I think they've run out of possibilities on things they can do. I mean, now they make these updates on phones, and you wonder, what did they update? You know, the the latest X phone is out, and uh, uh, here's the here are the the new things that they can do. We've added ten more pixels to the, uh, the 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 camera processing. I mean, who cares? You know, uh, but well, it's all marketing. I mean, I, now I know an engineer, one of the, one of the big engineers. Um, I'll just say his first name, Mark, down in Florida. Uh, and uh, used to be in Kansas City, uh, works for the Magenta now, used to be Sprint. But anyway, he knows he could probably tell you exactly what they're up to and what they, uh, what they because every gadget that you have, convenience you have, is tracks you hooked on that. Yeah, you know, it's all bait to keep you on that phone, and you got to have this. But what did we do when we didn't have that? Well, you know what you told me last week blew my mind. I still think about it and get shivers. The, the orange dot. The, oh. the orange dot. I mean, I thought to myself, wait a second. I've seen that thing. You know, if you have an iPhone, folks, and, and you look at your phone sometime, and in the upper right-hand corner, you see a little orange dot, and you wonder, I wonder what that's doing. Isn't that pretty? I wonder what that it's means. Nice. Is it updating something? No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's recording it's, you. It's eavesdropping on your life. This yeah. what it's doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh my God. but you know, it's for, they use it for marketing. Well, what else do they use it for? The well, simple fact. To find out whether you're being a good person and towing the, the well, company line. Here's, here's the thought on that because mm-hmm. yes, they are regulated by the government because of the cell phone. It has a licensed carrier and satellite, but it has the internet on there. And what is before Congress right now and the Senate? Oh, yeah, giving the government complete control of the right. Internet and all communications. Yeah. Which means at that point in time, they've got you. By the cojones. Ladies, you have them, too, in this case. You know what's going to happen, folks? Think about this for a second. Every person who crosses our border, when they get stopped by the Border Patrol before they're being escorted to their bus or their airplane to fly to a city near you, before they do all that, they give them a packet, take their information, and they give them a cell phone. I'm not talking about a cheapo cell phone. They give them a real nice cell phone, and there's a reason for it. They can be tracked. They can be tracked. We can find out where Jose is going, you know, because Jose's got a cell phone, and we got the number of that cell phone. What kind of cell phones do they have? Although Androids, I believe, in the Samsungs, and they all can be monitored, that... Apparently that can be done. It just happens to be the iPhone. Right. Just a little light to let you know that your mic is on. Even if you want to turn it off, they can turn it back on. But are That's they true. doing more than tracking? In other words, we know that they can track the phone. Hey, I we was, talked about that I, earlier. They I was surprised to find out that they can turn on your computer when it's off. Yeah. My, my, I, have, I have computers on my desk in front of me right now, so, and I shut them off when, when I'm finished using them. A lot of people leave them on, but I just shut them off completely, power down. And some mornings I come up, sit at my desk, and one of them will be on. And you, the you, only thing you could do is unplug. But you know, is there enough residual power in a capacitor? Enough in there to, you know, turn it on remotely because it's connected via your Wi-Fi or something. The only thing that you can do is totally shut down everything to where it has. No access whatsoever, and I don't know that that's entirely possible. You know, we, we, we're amazed at the stuff with that cell phones can do. Like, they have a feature, find your phone, right? That means if you lose it, if you go to another computer, I guess, with that program on it, you can find where you left it. Yeah. 
but it also says that they can find you wherever you are on the planet. You decide, oh, I got I to gotta get away from everything, really. I'm going to get out of here. And you go someplace and you think, ah, they'll never find me here. No, did you bring your phone? Oh, yeah, I have to have some communication. Well, they know exactly where you are. See, exactly. uh, Jim, go back earlier to uh, earlier conversation in the show about tracking the phone. It's down through the cell towers. It's the pings. They call it pings. In other words, you ping a tower. When you were sitting there and you make a call, mm-hmm. your phone does anything, you check a text, a yep. message, it's using cellular connection. And that connection has to go through one of their towers, and that will sit so they can sit there and go, okay, he hit this tower, he was at that tower over here, and that puts him right here. Oh, by the way, they could use it for targeting you too. If they if they wanted to drop a, a missile sure. missile down your smokestack, they could do it if they have your uh, if you have your cell on. You know your phone it, ID. Yeah. It's amazing, folks. We are in a situation now where privacy is the thing of the past. It's gone. Mm-hmm. There's no, no such thing as privacy. I mean, you got to be very careful. I, I, I don't know whether you do this or not. I do this because I don't like the fact that they can watch you at any time. I always cap my camera that's connected to my... I physically put a uh, lens cap on my camera mm-hmm. in the studio here, and I also... Uh, if I'm, I, I have a piece of black tape over the camera on my iPad because I don't like the idea that they can just tune in at any time and see you. You know, what if you're getting dressed? What if you have your phone on your bureau and it's leaning against the mirror or something like that? And you're not that anybody would tune in to see me getting dressed, but that's neither here nor there, but they can do that. I'm looking Bill. So Bill is holding his brand new camera up. Literally, well, literally, it looks like there are three different lenses on it and then two sensors, or are there five lenses on it? There are five lenses. Oh, uh, 50 five lenses on a brand new I, Android. I can, I can take a picture of a crater on the moon and, and, and give you a nice resolution. Um, I'm not going to go into details why I have this because I don't need this phone. But my point is, well, there's cameras, right? So if I lay this phone down on its back right. screen up, there's no camera. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I want to sit there and shoot a video, I just hit the turnaround button, and the camera yeah. and the screen that's built into the screen can see is you now. Can now I can now can you see the lens on the the screen that's looking no, at you? No, but see the amazing thing is it's, it's like looking at your TV. You're looking at you're looking in the mirror. You're just looking in the mirror, well, but it's recording you. Let me ask you a question or on these new photographing sm- you. on these new smart TV sets that people have in their homes. I'm talking about. I have one upstairs. I have a couple of them in my house, but uh, the brand new one, the big one, you know, that we have in the family room. Could they have a built-in TV camera in there? In not we not even know it. Well, if you're asking me if they do, I don't know. But if you're asking me if they can, this screen, this screen can also serve as a camera. Now, I did buy for okay, a little... That, that he's holding up his uh, his cell phone. phone. Now, I bought a little 7-inch portable screen that's a touch screen that right. plugs into any computer device or whatever it is because I was making a little mini suitcase studio. You know, if I'm on the sure, road, too, sure. I can do this and dial in. That $56 screen, it's all it costs. Also, when you plug it in can serve as a camera. Well, there you go, friends. You have absolutely no more privacy anymore. The only way you can be private is don't bring anything that's, uh, a, you know, an iPad or, or a computer when screen. You, or, when you lay a, you lay your phone down, throw a throw a shirt, a jacket, yeah. or pants on it. Cover it with something physical. Seriously. Yeah. Put a towel over it. But even then, it could be listening to you. Yeah. You know, that they, they, it, they, and, you know, people don't realize this. When you... When you approve different software things, like you add a, a new app to your phone, sometimes the first thing you get is a disclaimer. You think, "Oh, you have to you have to agree to this, this." And there are pages of things that people don't read. By the way, if I were in the House of Representatives, I would put together something which which mandated that companies no longer can have, you know, these long legalese things that you have to agree to in order to use an app because 
because people don't read them. And if you do read them, you'll find out that they take away your rights. They, they, well, they own everything that you do that that phone or that device records, and they sell the information. Now, some of it's for marketing purposes, but what else is it for? Could it be used for political marketing? Joe goes, Joe Biden goes, look, I own this bureaucracy. You know, go out and get everything you can from Trump's phone and every Republican's phone and run it through an AI and find anything that you can twist or manipulate. Can they do that? Sure. You think Google's going to sell it to them? Probably so, for price or favors. Because well, you ever wonder why? Ever wonder how Google? Seriously, Google is free. Everybody gets it for free, and I've never paid a quote dime of my own cash for Google. Yet they are probably one of the richest corporations in the world, and you have to ask yourself why. It's mm -hmm. because. It sells your information. It's, That's how they make the money. They make billions of dollars of information, of money on information that they garner, from, they get from you, they get from me, they get from Bill. And, mm -hmm. and um, we can go on and on, and it's a little off the beaten path, but it kind of all falls in. We were talking about initially about that uh, chemical fire in uh, Texas, and we veered off. There's a lot of things they're not telling us every right. single day. Uh, they know more than they're telling us. The chemical fire in, you notice how the chemical fire in East Palestine is like ancient history now. I mean, oh, the people absolutely up, the people up there in East Palestine, Ohio, are suffering every single day. Right, it goes on now. and on and on. Yeah. Yep. It goes on. Look, every story that you encounter or hear about has tentacles. Yeah. Just like uh, your story about the chemical plant that blew up, uh, just like what we just talked about with the phones. All I'm going to say is when an app goes, you uh, do you agree to this? You know, say no, because then if it shuts down, they were nefarious anyway, up to bad, bad things. In other words, if you say, no, I'm not going to agree to all of that. Then they're going to say, "Fine, you can't play in our our box of sand." That's right. Good. Keep That's your right. sandbox. To yourself. Unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of them is like uh, like operating systems. You know, Microsoft is famous for doing stuff that you have to approve. And if you don't use it, if you don't approve it, then you can't use their operating system, and you can't use your computer. Well, you know, yeah, and and what they do with that, I was getting ready to post our show. I think it was was it yesterday. You know, there was negative news that there was out there about Trump that they wanted out there. All right. So I typed in uh, Truth Social. Always comes up right away. I hit it and it logs in because that's saved. I could not sit there and do any search for Truth Social and get it. It all went to the same headlines. This was Bing that was doing it. The same headlines. I tried it on DuckDuckGo because, and yeah. I tried it on, on Google. Well, Google actually controls the search engines, which means they went and changed the search engine to, number one, probably they're trying to affect true social. And number two, to bring up the story, it's all about Trump. It's all about Trump. Oh, he's going to lose it now. He's going to lose all his money. And I'm going, well, he probably will if they keep if, if they can pull the strings but everything in an indirect way, no matter how you looked at how it was coming up, really pointed a finger at Joe Biden and a favor being done for him. Uh, well, look, a, how, look at Bill, how they're, they're all of a sudden the media is protecting Biden and his family from these, uh, you know, these judicial charges that mm -hmm. are coming up. They just subpoenaed uh, Hunter Biden and Joe's brother to testify at a hearing in Congress. And some of the people that I heard on the news programs were talking like it was terrible. In the meantime, the number one Republican candidate for the presidency, a guy who was the former president of the United States, they gleefully gloat at everything that's happening to him. They talk about everything that every little nuance of his indictments, they, they gleefully uh, pr promote any perceived failure on the part of Trump, but on the part of the real crook, the guy who really gave up his country, Biden, they protect him. They guard him well, from stuff. 
It is, as they, the, the left likes to go, our democracy, our democracy. It's not your democracy. It's everybody's democracy. If you're going to go down that path, that's number one. And they're sitting there trying to paint Trump as a traitor and well, uh, the insurrection hear, and did treason. You hear, did you hear Hillary? They're guilty of it. You hear oh, Hillary? yeah. Hillary was on The View a couple of days ago, and she, she compared Trump to Hitler. People would get legitimately elected. Mm-hmm. And then they would try to do away with elections and do away with opposition and do away with a free press. And you could see it in countries where, well, Hitler was duly elected. That's right. Right. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, somebody with those tendencies, those dictatorial authoritarian tendencies would be like, oh, OK, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail. And, and they didn't usually telegraph that. Trump is telling us yeah. what he intends to right. do. To well, let me tell you what I think she's worried about. She was, she was looking in the mirror when she said that, too. No, but what she's really afraid of, I think, I believe, you know, Trump didn't go after her in the first term, and he could have on a lot of things. He could have gone after her. You know, she took a, mm-hmm. a hammer to her uh, her what, computer and bleached vinegar, hard yeah. drives, you know, all those things. Uh but now I truly believe that she knows that if Trump gets into office, she may end up wearing an orange jumpsuit somewhere, and she's not terribly enthusiastic about that. So she's trying to make it sound like Trump is unhinged and going after good, decent people. She's not a good and decent person. I'll just leave it at that. She mm-hmm. is She's corrupt as corrupt can be. I mean, we can go back to Benghazi. Remember Benghazi? Mm-hmm. How the how those poor people in that in that embassy complex were abandoned by the United States. They didn't send anybody in to rescue them when they should have. They just let them languish there. They could have sent fighter jets from Italy to protect the embassy in Sir- in uh, in uh, Syria, and they didn't do a darn thing. And that was because of Hillary. Rodham Clinton. It was a decision she made as Secretary of State. She had, she had reasons for not protecting him. People died. Americans died because mm-hmm. of her decision. She is truly an evil, vindictive person. Trump gave her slack. That was the problem that Trump had. In his first term, he was a little too nice to some of these people who would easily stick a knife in him. And uh, um, I think she's now nervous because she knows that if he gets in again, she's going to have a very difficult four years. Well, she picked a great show, a great platform to be on and spill, spew her uh, venom. Uh, she got onto, uh, what's that show called? The View. The, the View. View. Yeah, well, you had Hillary on there. And, of course, The View is such a highly rated show. Actually, their numbers are in the tank that I they canceled they, it. It's not going to be renewed. Yeah, I heard they're pulling it. They're pulling the plug yeah. in the view. All six of the people who watch the program. Will, yeah, uh, the, the people that are on it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You How know, many hosts are on it? They always have. I was going to say this about the debates last night, too. You hear cheering for different candidates, the wild cheering from the audience. Those are all people who are supporters. They go in there. They're told to be there in the crowd, be in the audience. So we can have a, a every time I say something, I can tell you the the time. I want you to wildly cheer me. You know that's what oh, yeah. happens in these debates. Well, they had losers on the moderator, Hugh Hewitt, uh, which I'm not a fan of his. I thought, oh, no. well, he's with Salem. I used to work for Salem, right? Nah, you know he's a bag of wind. Forget about him. He's no, he's nothing. Yeah. Well, he he's kind of like uh, if you could call a, a political commentator, talk show host, a rhino. He's it. He's it. He yeah. he is uh, not truly one of us, if you know what I mean. He he likes to walk the down the middle line of the road. You know what they say of people who walk down the middle line of the road? You get hit from cars coming in both directions. You know? You're a target for everybody. Uh, but I do think that Vivek Ramaswamy had something, though, when he said get rid of Rona Romney McDaniels because she is a waste of space. As far as being the head of the Republican Party, you got to be kidding me. You know, like we said before, she she should be out there defending their number one candidate for the presidency, Trump. 
And she does absolutely, positively nothing. You know, I mean, she has resources at her disposal, and she doesn't use them. You know? Anyway, uh, I just looked at the old clock on the wall. We've done it again. We have used another perfectly good hour. Well, somebody had to do it. If we didn't do it, somebody else would have. It would have been Biden talking about Bidenomics and... Yeah. Or Jean, uh, Corrine or Jean-Pierre, Corrine, yes. Corrine Jean-Pierre talking about how Biden's done everything he can uh, oh, to yes. uh, protect the border. And, uh, oh, he's done a lot for the border. And, and the border couldn't be more secure than it is uh, right now, so says Corrine Jean-Pierre. Oh, uh, yeah. Our phone number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at jimandbill.com. Jimandbill.com. And with that said... Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, I want to say hi to uh, John in Washington, PA, who listens to the stream. Uh-huh, John. Out yesterday. Hello, so, John, John great, buddy, this great, one is great for taste. you. <laughs> yes, excellent taste. Yes. Very good, sir. Very good. Uh, but I do have to say this. What's that? You know, with all the love in the world, hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>